So have you ever tried rando knotting yet? That is the subject of today's conversation. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz along with Mario Rosales running production. We welcome you to Exploring Possibilities, a journey to remember who you are. Every podcast since 2012 is on our website at journeyofpossibilities.com. And the new shows come out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, other podcast platforms, and youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. So if you learn and grow through the connections that you make on this show and the things that we talk about, show us a little love at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. That way we can keep bringing you these shows free of charge. Every little bit helps and we thank you. Joining us in just a moment, the original Rando Nodder, Joshua Langfelder. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently I've been working with people that are on Wix. And at the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. or if you ask me to, to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. Joshua Langfelder is also known as Comrade in the Randonaut community. He's the first person to have ever ventured out on a Randonaut trip. He created and spearheaded the Randonaut movement, which has now become a global phenomenon. And that's large, largely thanks to the rising popularity on the computer and things like Reddit. You'll learn more at randonautica.com and you can play by downloading the Randonautica app. And here to tell us all about it. Hi, Joshua. Hey, how you doing? Thanks. Thanks you very much for having me on. I'm so excited that you're here. You're a big deal. Well, we, we, we got a lot of people moving around, visiting random places, exploring the world all over the place. It's fun. It really is fun. I've done it a couple of times. We just went out and did it right before the show. I said, I want to go do it right before we talk to him. So it's, it's we're all into it. And uh, it, it is, it's a lot of fun. It's, I mean, for us, it's just basically ask the universe a question and then plot in coordinates and have it give you a random place to go find your answer, which is really fun. Yeah, it can be used for a lot of useful things. And, and, and my experience with it was very interesting. So so I have a deep respect, actually, for the act of random nodding. Like, uh, I don't I don't just do it willy nilly. Like, I have I have a deep respect for for when I go on trips and the people that I'm with when I'm like, for instance, my partner Auburn came to town to shoot some promos for our book, uh, The Official Guide to Randonautica. And like the energy of us together, and which we got on film, that'll be out like in, in a few weeks. Awesome. The energy of all, of the, all the crew and all the people together, it, it was just really cool how it turned out. It like uh, we really harnessed the, the intention power be- between us to see something interesting and, and surprising. There have been some really amazing stories shared online where people put in put out random questions and then set their intention and focused on it and went out and found really astonishing answers. I'm sure you hear lots of these stories. What are some of the your favorites that you've heard back of experiences people have had random nodding? Uh, my my favorite probably ever is um, 
Well, the lady that saved the owl, like this lady went to a point and like found an injured owl and, and like the owl recovered wow. because of this one random knotting. And then like a lot of random knots around the world are saving animals, which is like a very positive thing. I like that one. But like the number one is probably like the one where the girl knocked on the guy's door because there was like seven welcome signs and and he, he was like, yeah, I was just writing a paper um, because I have, a, I have to give a speech tomorrow. And, and I asked for a sign from the universe. And that's when you knocked and started telling me that you were a random knot and you were using a quantum computer to find anomalies. And like, it's a, it's, it was a, that's like probably my favorite story ever. That is awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of mind bending, just really weird, <laughs> like synchronicities where like you just had to be there. You had to be there to and experience it to believe it. Like, Well, before we start using Randonaut speak, as I'll call it, if someone's never been on the app before and we're still confused a little bit about what the different terms mean and how to best use the app. So can you walk us through just the very basics of what we need to know to hop out in Randonaut? Okay, like uh, the first thing I would do is just generate an anomaly, which it, it, it doesn't matter like the, the, the algorithm behind it. But, but basically, I would go with an anomaly and just find the nearest anomaly around you. Sometimes it, it doesn't work because it's looking for improbable, statistical, improbably, improbable, statistically improbable um distributions and randomness. So the anomaly is like the mind matter interaction component. Um, the blind spots is is for searching for for places you didn't know about and the anomalies is, is places that you have influenced. Oh, that we've influenced. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's two different parts of the project. So if you're just looking for a random place, you would use the blind spots function, which would take you just to somewhere you would not have thought of going at all. But like the the MMI part or the my machine interaction, extrasensory per- perception, you know, remote viewing type part is in the in the anomalies and the attractors and the voids. That is our, is is the uh, man my machine interaction algorithm. The the other part is pseudo randomness, which takes you to, to to places that are not influenced. So basically, it's actually non-random. My, my machine direction, you influence the randomness, so it's non-random at that right. point. <laughs> yeah, and there yeah, are people so, that argue that nothing's random. So how, where do you yeah, stand on that? I stand on that we shouldn't call these events random or the and this or that it should be this is a not random event i I like that i'm I'm behind the non-random non non-randomness right (laughs) the the random (laughs) non-randomness yeah (laughs) i'm big on it but uh there there are like events that that determine uh, uh whether or not that this has definitely like something weird happens and this only happens like every once in a while and 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 we went global just while the app was in beta last year before it was even finished we were just like a group of people experimenting with it because it was genuinely like uh, i had some life-changing experiences and and then people were really you know 
into it because there's this our, our our effect size isn't you know very big our effect size is you know every one in three you know random not points so we have a rule of thumb go go on a chain of three points so if you just want to get started with the app use the anomaly and go to your closest random location and just curiously check it out but if you want to stay do step step two I would say do a chain of points. Three points is like the rule of thumb. Is like go go to one random point, set your location from there, go to another random point, so on, so forth. And then the whole path is random. It's not just that single random point. It's then you've increased the probability of finding stuff throughout this whole path of randomness that you're taking. And you'll find stuff on the way. It's not just the point at that point. It's the whole trip. And so this beckons back to like the, the situationists and the, the Tarif. They, they would they would do explore random random places by just just walking with the unconscious. Uh, but they would do it for like four hours at a time. So a lot of people will go to one random not point and then it's just like, you know, they're not impressed. But like it really you should you should be like kind of dedicated to to consistently exploring randomness because uh, what's out there is not what you think is, is out there. <laughs> we talked a little bit before the show and you're not like a quantum scientist or anything. Right. How did you how did all this get started? Where did this come from and what is well, a randonaut? In your language, yeah. I, okay, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, uh, this, this came from my desire, I think, to to create a game where people would explore uh, anomalies and 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 explore the Earth, and then through that make connections globally and make memes and just connect on curiosity and the ideal of curiosity so it came through 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 a a whole process of of many people and and many many different teams involved and lots of testing and and it wasn't just me it was a whole community of people who were exploring randomness like before it blew up so i thank those people yeah that's very cool so you guys all knew each other and you kind of got together and this was like a project that you just started playing with together and out of that came this now global phenomena? Yeah. I mean, well, it it was like just opening floodgates, like literally like I can just imagine like opening the floodgates because like after day three of making the subreddit, we were on the the front page of Reddit. So, so it was like thousands of people and like, we just did not know what to do. And so thankfully we had advisors and stuff for, that were just like, you need to get your stuff together. And <laughs> they, you know, whooped us in shape. And I met my partner, Auburn, who, who, who really took it and ran with it and, and got everything, you know, business squared up. And then I just, you know, was there with on the creative side and, and, and we wrote this book together. But Auburn, she is like the, the random not extraordinaire. And, <laughs> and, and it's, just, it's interesting that, that different people influence the randomness differently. Like everybody has a different style of how to use it. Right. I imagine. 
Well, that's so cool that you guys partnered up and that you both bring something so important to this project. Why do you think it took off the way it did? Are we that hungry for adventure and understanding or is it the playful side of it or is it because of what people were finding? What do you think made it so popular so quickly? I think, well, the timing was interesting because like it did take off during the height of the pandemic lockdown. And so I think there was this urge to explore novelty and do something interesting that wasn't involving, you know, socialization. They would go on these trips to random places as a form of entertainment. And that's why we kind of blew up. It is fun. It is fun. And I think educational. We learn a lot from what's random. I learned I wore the wrong footwear today. I mean, you know, you got to be ready for everything, right? When you go out there. I went to what I thought was a pretty developed area. And so I didn't worry about hiking shoes. And it took us straight to this wooded patch. I mean, heavily wooded patch. I could, we couldn't do it. We couldn't cross the river and get down the path in what I wore. So you really have to kind of dress for the unknown, don't you? That's what the OWL stands for is wisdom. So when you use randonauts, you're like, you know, learning these lessons. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's the whole deal. That's, I mean, that's the whole, the whole deal. Uh, I've seen this spring up like in different, it's funny, like different communities around randonauts will form. And they're always like, there will be a point where everybody's like, bring gloves if you're <laughs> randonauting. Like, you need gloves to really randonaut. And I've seen this like happen like two or three times. It's just interesting because that was like one of the first things we ever found was gloves. Like, <laughs> That's great. Well, and if you are going around a subdivision or some kind of populated area, a lot of the places that the points take you aren't accessible. So, what do you guys, and I've re- I've heard about like picking up litter, taking trash bags and being picking up litter, but that still really doesn't give you a free pass to go through somebody's yard if it's fenced off or whatever. So do you get a lot of feedback about that? Yeah, we get a ton of feedback about, about that. I mean, obviously you don't trespass with your random running. You're like going as close as possible to the point. And then if you reach an inaccessible area, you just generate another one and go from there. It's really no big deal. Like, it's kind of a bummer. Like, you kind of want to know it's back there. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's just, yeah, yeah nodding and breaking the law are not, <laughs> you know, cool. It's not cool. Good. We like, we like laws. We like, we like pro- people's property. We respect their property. We always want to leave places better than when we, you know, before we came. Right. They have to be better. Yeah. I like that. Well, something else that came up for us this morning, because we're near Lake Conroe, we had water points. And I was talking to Mario about that. I said, well, even if we had a boat, like, what do you dive in the water? Is there something above the water? What do the water points mean? How do you use those? People, people have scuba dived. Um, I've, hear, I've heard a c- couple stories of boats. Um, but we do have a skip water feature, which is especially um, useful if you live on, on an island or near a large lake, because if a, if a body of water represents a big part of your radius, there's a high probability of, of you landing on a water point. So 
We introduced the skip water feature for anyone who doesn't want any water points. It just avoids those and just only goes to random places that are not in water. I always would go as close as possible. Like I'm a believer in just like going as close as possible and going to the water and just going as close as possible. Because one time I went and I found a guy meditating at the shore of this lake. And I asked him if he knew about meditation affecting random number generators. He was just like, yeah. And he pointed across the lake and was like, apparently there's giant skeletons buried there. And like, that's what me and my friend were discussing while we were generating that point. So like, you always can just go and just get as close as possible. You know, that the whole thing's random. Like it's not, it's not, it's not just like the, a lot of people focus on a point, but it's, it's just like, there's, there's cool stuff on the way. And so I, I would just say, go, go, go as close as possible. That brings up a good point. Life is about the journey, not the destination, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So tell me, what else is going on in the Randonaut community? What's coming up? What exciting things are you working on? Where do you see this going in the future? Where do I see it going? Um, we are kind of centralizing all the Randonaut content that's like all spread across the web because before we had a decentralized kind of system where people would just upload their content to anywhere and just kind of link to Randonauts and that's because it was like very cheap to do it that way. So now we're going to try and just like centralize all that content. So we're going to do a novelty based social media platform within Randonautica that is like kind of like what we had before, where if you use the bot or use the app and then you submitted a trip report, it like went to Reddit. It'll be like that, except it'll just be in the app. And so we're going to do a lot of cool stuff with the Discover feed. And, um, you know, I'm ex super excited about that. That's like a dream come true for me. And like, it'll be just like a very cool, good way for Brandon also to interact with each other and like compare notes and like, you know, connect. That's exciting. I can't wait for that either. That'll be helpful too for people that are just starting out and want pointers or I think to get additional inspiration and ideas from other people that are doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm very excited about it, but we're going to roll it out very slowly because like we only want it to be for active randonauts. Like, and then if you're passive, you know, you can just watch everybody else, but like you should actually be an active randonaut if you're using it. And if you're not, and if you're just doing it just cause it's trendy or whatever, like it'll be apparent, like we'll, we'll all see. So <laughs> Like th this is just like a good way for people to like, there's always been this need for like actual randonauts who like actually are exploring the, the side of randonauts. That's not the exoteric side or, Oh, scary, creepy. Of course, if you go somewhere at night, it's creepy. Like it, it's, it's the cheap thrill part, which is the exoteric part there, but there's also the esoteric part where people are actually using it for wisdom, for finding, you know, manifesting what they want, you know, and, and instead of just going with the trend. So this is going to be a good way for, for, for like, uh, you know, people to discover, you know, each other. Absolutely. And it does really strengthen your your confidence about manifesting and your awareness around manifesting as as these things show up along the Randonaut journey. 
Yeah, that, that's what we found is like it, not only that, you know, you could manifest something, but that this is a common occurrence and that you share these experiences with people around the globe and that people around the globe are having the same experiences. That's one of the most interesting parts. And so we're going to be able to entangle those people that have like if you see three black cats, which is like for whatever reason, a common occurrence when you're in an outing, like it'll be able to see like, oh, they saw three black cats and and connect them and tangle them together. And it'll be like a map of like people's symbolically connected experiences. That is really cool. I love this. So Mario was pointing out, we didn't really talk too much about what the different terms are for people that are just getting started. What does it mean if you look for a void? What does it mean, the different terms that show up on the app when you're using it? Yeah, that's a, that, 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 that is like all referring to our my machine interaction algorithm. So it's, it's an anomaly, intention-based anomaly. And so these are statistical improbable places in the distribution of random points. So a void is an empty spot. There's no points. An attractor is a dense cluster of random points. And it's basically like you you vote basically with your, your random points like, oh, there's a bunch here. And then it, if it differs from the normal random distribution, it's non-random, hypothetically. It could contain something interesting. So a void is an empty space and tractor is a dense cluster of points. Okay. Like they're both statistical outliers of a different kind. We don't know anything past that like just they're different so an anomaly just picks the strongest of either type so an anomaly is like at a random point that has been influenced by something whether it's a void or an attractor we don't know i mean like it's it depends on the person like you, you experiment like personally i like attractors but maybe that's just because i'm used to them mm -hmm. i don't i don't know there's really we we, don't, we can't say they're just anomalies either way whether they're dense clusters or empty spaces they're just statistically anomalous so we were having more success like for example this afternoon we were having more success with voids and we were getting a lot of cannot generate anomalies here cannot generate what what would cause that do you is it because of the area that we're in or it's normal like um like so basically these anomalies they they persist through time and, and space so like if you if you right now we're taking like a snapshot in time so you you, you like got a void there at that time if you if you searched it through time it would actually kind of like move around and like the it's it's weird like the 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 the, the voids and the, and the attractors if you move them through time they kind of move around like and so it, eventually it would be possible to chase an anomaly as it was happening. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This is really cool stuff. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, I think the, one of the best things is that we just attract like um, some of the most interesting people. Like I have, I've, I have had the pleasure of like just hearing their stories and their travels. Like uh, that's why we made it. Like my first intention was to spawn emergent connections around the globe. And that was it. And it worked. And that was just a random point. That wasn't using any my machine, whatever. 
but that was just a random point, you know. I think it just teaches you to be mindful, really. Like, that's one of the aspects, anyway, is like you just start paying attention and you yeah. start looking. Well, and with that intention, you created a global phenomenon. I mean, you literally set the intention to create the explosion that it created. Well, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. the kind of wake up call we need the power of thought and the power of manifestation that we all have. And how are we using that? Are we using it consciously or unconsciously? Or, or, you know, are we being conditioned? Exactly. I think that's the thing about random knots is like, there's a lot of mind machine, mind matter interaction experiments. They're like two or three people in a, in a lab. We just decided this is something that the people should use themselves. And then we'll see what happens rather than it being used on people. Yes. So that was like, my 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 basic intention was because I saw the science, I saw what they were doing, and I was like, this this just could be like really fun and interesting. And and that's that's the thing. It was, it was like it's like I, I really respect like the pair lab and like and then they were free like play, like their attitude, but they were like, you know, held as this scientific rigor that we're not because we are literally a game. We are a period of play. Like when you're randonauting, it's a period of play. It's a game. It is a game. And well, it's a game. And yet, as you say, you're creating a platform for those that are serious about the game. It's almost like, can we take the game of life seriously? Can we actually take this game and see where it can take us the next level? Well, it's through play. I yeah. think it's, it's play. Yeah. I agree. You know, if, if you feel like you're playing, you're, it's great. It's um, it's definitely something like that will take you to an alternate kind of perspective, uh, you know, at least like you'll at least explore and find out and know something like that you didn't before, you know? Yeah. It's so cool how like like how it's making these connections like there's so many of them like a lot of people are saying like oh i i visited a random point and then two months later that was my job or wow. like <laughs> my brother bought a house there or like stuff like that like that's why we're gonna just like start vlogging that and just like showing like how time affects like and 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 get into that like how time time works basically Exactly. That was the interesting thing that you touched on a minute ago is that because time is a construct that we've created while we're here as part of this illusion, but it's not actually real in some sense, There is you go to this place where there is no time. And so you can be a few months or a few years ahead or behind something significant happening around you in that place. How did you get into the time thing? Dude, I am just now figuring it out. Like, <laughs> It's wild. It is wild. <laughs> I mean, um, shout out to, you know, Dr. Julia Mossbridge and what she's doing. And like um, with Tilt, uh, the time and love, um, basically, foundation. Like that's that's like that's where I, I, I really put it together is, is Julia Mossbridge, Dr. Julia Mossbridge. So how do you understand what you put together? How would you put it into words? Dude, I, <laughs> it wasn't until I met my fiance uh, that the like onions started getting unwrapped and like, uh, and, and I talked to this, like, uh, 
I've, I've talked to a lot of like healers and like uh, therapists and like um, really have done a lot of um, like work on myself recently. And like, I think random odds kind of like open me up for allowing myself to, instead of just like where I was born or what my class was or whatever, instead of making decisions based on that, I was willing to explore other opportunities and it just like led me to places that, you know, I unlocked like a new probability tunnel. Like I unlocked a new, like, uh, you know, path for myself. That's awesome. And some of those people are probably the kind of people that listen to this show. We have a lot of people that are in the healing practices and spiritual practices and, you know, science and spirit Dude. aren't so different after all. I think we're figuring out how, how they overlap more and more as time goes by. I thank you so much to all the healers out there. Like, Oh, it's so powerful. And like, it really helps like people and like, thank you. Like, thank you very much. And then, yeah, like we want to actually put that in Randonautica. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So has Randonauting helped you in any way with that kind of stuff? Like where a lot of times with healing work, it goes to, um, your past within this lifetime or even past lifetimes, stuff that's in our DNA. Have you met anybody that's using the Randonaut work to, to correlate with that? Well, I mean, it puts you on this sort of like heroic path where you get this like sort of like view of yourself, you know, like wherever you go, there you are and you make those associations from there. Um, but like for me, like it's just, I was just looking for something strange and I found it, you know, like I, I went to someone's like house and I just knocked on the door and they already knew me. Like, that's weird, dude. Like, wow, that's weird. Like, that's weird, dude. And yeah. like, um, just like the first attractor I ever did where I found this drum, like just a drum. And then I go back with my friend and then there's like this snake pendant, like this earring, like right where the drum is. And then I go back another time and there's a red rattlesnake. I didn't even know there's red rattlesnakes in Texas. And when that rattlesnake rattles tail, I it permanently like heightened my awareness. Like I, I was seeing snakes out of my corner of my eye oh, wow. oh, for like a while. That's what it can do though. Like, you know, like people have like some people like can get some really interesting stuff like and so but it's also become like hyper real where like people can't tell if something is real or not and so like that's why from the beginning like being sincere was always like 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 the sincerity movement basically like you have to be honest about what's going on with yourself inside right so but it's like it's become something um, that I didn't intend in that um, in that sense. Like, 
Yeah. But what a perfect pastime to create a game, a way to play that heightens our consciousness at a time when everything is about heightened consciousness, heightened awareness, waking up, not sleepwalking, realizing there's more going on here than we're aware of. That's all we do through random nodding, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Like you're basically like, you know, finding blind spots. You're being like an owl. You're seeing in the dark. You're, you know, going into the unknown and coming back with some knowledge and some wisdom and like it creates a cascade of, of, you know, events throughout your life. And like, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've used it so many times to find like just the most interesting places, like, uh, places like, um, where there are like just weird places. Like they're just like, I don't know, like they're like alive or something. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I'm curious about your wedding. Are you going to do a random not wedding since this has been such a big part of your relationship with your fiance? I think she um, she likes likes what I do, and um, she's always been you know supportive. But you know she's 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 like uh, you know she does her own thing. Like she she's oh, an esthetician. Yeah. Gotcha. When we go on our honeymoon, we're definitely going around and running like that's and we're gonna be filming it. Like definitely. How fun. Yeah. Well, I can sense that your life is never gonna be the same again since you've created this and, and I can't wait to see where all it goes and how many people it touches. Is there an average age or population that this is touching or are you seeing it spanning all of that? Uh, I wish I knew. I mean, you know, there's like a demographic, of course. Um, but like, uh, I don't really, I, 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 I think it's like 18 to 24 or something like that. Like something like that. Like, um, but, uh, I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I like it when I see people of all ages and people of all ages do contact me and say they use it like, you know, just to take a walk, you know, that's different. And just like, yeah, you know, look at that, look, look at their life, you know, in a different way. And, you know, I like I like seeing people from all ages do it. And like, I think, you know, we see a lot of people who are of the generation of filming everything. We see a lot of their doing it. Right. But I think people are out there using it, you know, for their purposes. And, we, you know, they're not going to record it for, you know, it's not really like about that. Right. So that may be the stuff that gets posted, but that's not necessarily all that are using it. And then, so, so that's what we wanted you to, to like make our own thing. Like we're like, uh, you know, just like, uh, just our own platform. Sounds good. Well, I can't wait. When's the book coming out? The book is coming out, man, in like summer, like June, June, I think June or July. I think it's June, June, July. You can pre-order it in that pre-order it now. Um, the, the official guide to random nautica by joshua langfelder and auburn salcedo um what's cool about it is that we go through like uh, everything you need to know about your creating your random adventure story and you can learn how to use the apps and intentions explore the theories and more like uh in the back we have uh, this log that you can use and so like you can kind of because you'll notice patterns start forming like and if you if you don't log it 
you won't notice. So we created like a, a log book in the back. So it's like an interactive book. And we, we went over a lot of the theories and beliefs and like the history behind it, the intention behind it. And yeah, that's pretty cool. Perfect. Well, I'll have to get a yeah. copy of that. That sounds like fun. Mario, that's what we need to do before we go out again. We'll get go get hold of that. Well, Joshua, it's been really fun connecting with you today. I know you talk to a lot of people. I really appreciate you carving time out to visit with us. And I like to ask all my guests at the end if they have a parting thought they'd like to leave us with. Novelty is a treasure. Like, uh, just like being able to do, you know, improbable things is, you know, novelty is a treasure, basically. Yes, it is. Well, thank you for giving us a new tool for adventure and getting us off our butts and out walking around discovering the anomalies. It's a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Shout out to the whole Randomouts team or all our developers. Saha, you know, thank you. Um, Ziad, Usman, uh, you know, uh, everyone, Tobias, Tobias, <laughs> yeah, he got on to me for saying his, his name wrong. So it's Tobias, Tobias, <laughs> Tobias. It's like everyone says Tobias over here. So it's like, I don't know how to say it. He's German and whatever. Like, that's our project name manager. Like, he's the best. Like, but yeah, uh, shout out to all the team. Like, they, like uh, there's a whole team that's behind it. And it's not just like, and there's like a lot of people exploring and experimenting with, with different ways of doing this stuff. So shout out to everybody. Yeah. Perfect. And one more for your fiance. Uh, yeah, Shelby, I love you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being with us, Joshua. And thank you for tuning into the show today. Please let us know what you thought at journeyofpossibilities.com. We welcome your feedback. And we'll see you next time on another episode of Exploring Possibilities. <laughs>